When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. It's December 13th, 2018, and another remarkable event is about to be uncovered by... Aria, Rebecca, and Ali, the Retrospectors. Now, today was a significant date in the annals of competitive eating because it was on this day that a maths teacher from Arizona, Michelle Cardboard Shell Lesko, achieved her third world record, this one for consuming the most amount of mayonnaise in three minutes. And some competitive eating records seem shocking, but to me this one didn't. I kind of feel like it's fairly achievable. How dare you undermine her incredible sporting prowess, Arian, so early You think it's achievable to eat an entire jar of mayonnaise (laughs) in one minute? So her record was the equivalent of 3.5 jars of mayonnaise in three minutes. Yeah. 2,488 grams. Yeah. (laughs) Have you seen the video? No, I haven't actually seen the video. Oh, Rebecca, you've seen the video, I'm guessing. I couldn't. I saw like the still, but I just couldn't bring myself to play. Even the still made me gag. I've watched it and I wish I hadn't. She's got lined up in front of her eight full jars of mayonnaise. So imagine a huge like Hellman's pickle jar sized mayonnaise jar. Eight of them lined up. How many can she get through? And in three minutes, she gets through three and a half jars and you're not impressed by that. It's spoons full of mayonnaise. It's just in the throat. I just don't know that a man should be watching a video of a woman eating mayonnaise, frankly. Like, I just think there's something unseemly about the whole thing. I mean, I'm Mr. Mayonnaise. I love mayonnaise. (laughs) I have it in all the usual places, like with chips and on salad, but I'll also have it with roast chicken, with omelette. I'll dip vegetables in it. I love it. In many ways, I've been training to break this record all my life. (laughs) And yet watching this lady just eat mayonnaise on its own, it's so horrific. It's so visceral. It's probably the most (laughs) disgusting thing I've ever seen. (laughs) But maybe that's only because you haven't watched the other competitive eating videos, which are all repulsive. I watched some of the hot dog ones and some of the burger ones, and they are truly awful. And I suppose this is the thing that I mean. It's that the food stuff is repulsive that makes this an impressive feat, rather than the quantity I feel that she gets through. (laughs) No, I've seen her break the record for the fastest time to eat a bowl of pasta as well. 26.69 seconds. It's extraordinary. Pasta's delicious. I'm pretty sure I've (laughs) she shovels it in she just like inhales it and it's it's hypnotic it's hypnotic she is an amazing human being she also holds the record for the fastest time to eat a hot dog with no hands (laughs) at 21.6 seconds (laughs) again who's watching these there's definitely some kind of unwholesome interest in this Mm, does sound a bit pervy (laughs) she knows her way around a hot dog though i have to say she is probably best known to speed eating aficionados as the reigning champion in one of the more famous eating contests Mm. the nathan's famous hot dog eating contest the reigning female champion yes she's the holder of the pink mustard belt (laughs) the the overall champion holds the mustard belt the overall (laughs) champion is joey jaws chestnut who's won 14 times in 15 years he ate 76 hot dogs, which, uh, to be fair, makes Lesko's 30.75 hot dogs look a bit poultry. Mm. And that includes the buns as well. In 10 minutes, so that's three, three, ten, ten, 10, 
Sorry, I tried to do maths. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, now that you mentioned Nathan's famous hot dog eating competition, that is often regarded as one of the very early points in competitive eating because the Coney Island hot dog stand called Nathan's began to try to boost its publicity with this uh, competitive eating competition in 1916. And the, the long-standing story says that four immigrants decided to join an eating contest using Nathan's dogs to show who was the most patriotic, and that's how the contest began. Why would eating a hot dog show that you're patriotic? Well, supposedly this, this took place on the 4th of July, so they were oh. saying, look, it's the 4th of July, we'll celebrate by eating the foodstuff of our new homeland. Mm-hmm. And actually, to be honest, that story made me kind of sad, so I was very pleased to find out that a promoter called Morty Matz, I think we can all picture Morty, he's a colourful character. <laughs> he's smoking a sausage isn't he in the style of Cecil B. DeMille (laughs) he uh, eventually admitted that the competition actually was started by him and a friend in the early 70s and they made up the whole 1916 thing for publicity and in fact it was only in the mid 1990s that it really got a kick up the bum because that's when George and Richard Shea took over the publicity for Nathan's famous hot dog eating competition. By the way, we keep saying famous because Nathan's famous is the name of the brand. It's mm. not that famous. That's why we're explaining what it is to you. But it is famous <laughs> amongst the world of competitive eating viewers. They took over the publicity and they increased basically by turning it into a massive event. The hot dog contest's attendance from the hundreds to the tens of thousands, they started broadcasting it on ESPN with a deal with them where there's this kind of semi-ironic sports parody commentary on it but now people take it seriously Um, and they established the international federation of competitive eating uh, since retitled major league eating which is the kind of genuine trade body for competitive eating these days with members including michelle lesko and joey chestnut and even at the beginning that was a joke the international federation of competitive eating was a joke. It sounds like a joke because it was. They just sort of made up this pretend competition title by way of continuing to add credibility to this not very famous hot dog eating competition. Yeah, but that's America, isn't it? When money becomes involved, suddenly it's not a joke. I mean, now you can win $10,000 by stuffing hot dogs in your mouth. Yeah, and as you say, it's on ESPN and there's real money prizes and there is supervision to make sure people don't hurt themselves, at least in the competitions themselves, if not in the training. Yeah, and Major League Eating now tracks records well beyond hot dogs. The dozens of foods involved, um, all the usual ones that you can imagine, like burgers and pizza and chicken wings and stuff. However, also beef tongue, yes, tiramisu... Yeah. Reindeer sausage. What? <laughs> cheese curds, which literally made me want to gag. <laughs> and something called sloppers that I couldn't even bear to research. There's a record for asparagus eating. That seems quite wholesome, doesn't it, by comparison? Yes. That's also held by Joey Chestnut. What does your body do with that much fat and salt? Because, I mean, yeah, sometimes it's asparagus, but it's usually hot dogs. And Joey Chestnut's record for hot dogs recently... 22,000 calories, 1,332 grams of fat, and 54,242 milligrams of salt in 10 minutes. I mean, that is self-abuse, really, isn't it? Well, the guy from Man Vs. Food, Adam Richmond, very famously had to step down from the show for a while, at least the competitive eating component of it, because he was making himself genuinely unwell. And competitive eating has also caused deaths. Admittedly, I think never when it's been sort of quasi-official, like the ones we've been discussing on TV, you know, done with Guinness World Records and whatever, because they always have the paramedics on standby. But weirdly, there was one day in 2007 where two people in the United States died as a result of a competitive eating challenge. A guy called Travis Malouf, 
who was 42 years old and died after attempting to down a half-pound glazed donut in 80 seconds. That was a challenge at a branch of Voodoo Donuts, which was just yeah. like, hey, try this fun thing. Uh, and he, he, the, what witnesses said was you couldn't tell that he was like desperate for medical assistance because it looks the same as someone who's eating a donut too quickly. Oh, wow. and is like making comical physical reactions to that. Okay. And then on the same day, how weird is that? A 20-year-old lady called Caitlin Nelson died having a few days earlier choked at a pancake-eating contest at Sacred Heart University in, in Fairfield, Connecticut. So it's kind of difficult because the people who are the pros, the athletes at this slightly ridiculous sport, do then mainstream it so that people do try it at home, if you like, and it isn't mm. a safe thing to do. This is the problem with everything that starts off as goofy and fun. You know, it's meant to be an amateur thing. Like, that's the origin of it, right? It's, you know, pulling people up from the audience who can eat the most pies. Yeah. But there's this minority of people that then become the elite. They take it super seriously. They're, like, chewing on silicon so they can bite as hard as a German shepherd. <laughs> and then you get to this point where it's basically a full-time occupation that you have to sacrifice your body in order to reach the upper echelons of it yeah, like all sports it just becomes crazy and out of control not to mention gross <laughs> in case you think that competitive eating is a purely american phenomenon though do let me take you back to 17th century england and nicholas wood the great eater of kent also known as duke all paunch and the Kentish Tenterbelly. <laughs> they really had a way with words. Um, well, the person who had a way with words was the poet, John Taylor, who was his promoter. Like, his side hustle was promoting Duke Allpaunch. And he wrote a pamphlet. And the plan was that people would read the pamphlet, be sensationalised by extraordinary eating skills, and then come and see him perform daily overeating at London's Bear Gardens, which at the time hosted animal fights. But the promotion never came to pass. You could never go and see Nicholas Wood, but it was documented by eyewitnesses that this man was able, for example, in a sitting, to devour 60 eggs... A good portion of a lamb and a handful of pies. <laughs> well, the reason why the tour that was meant to take him to London never took place was apparently because by the time he was meant to be doing this thing, all of his teeth had fallen out after he'd eaten a mutton shoulder, bone and all. And he was just like, no, nah, that's it. Retired. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow. A Saudi businessman had said that he was willing to pay $10 million for one of the famous shoes. Love the show? Support the show. Patreon.com slash Retrospectors. Part of the ACAST Creator Network.